from Ramsey Network, this is The Ramsey Show, where we help you get control of your money, get ahead in your career, and get on the path to living well. I'm George Camel, host of The Fine Print and Entree Leadership Podcast, joined today by Dr. John Deloney, best-selling author and all-around good guy, and we are excited to take your call today. 888-825-5225. Let's talk life, money, relationships, boundaries, mental health. Let's do it. You had thoughts about that? Add that to your resume, all-around good guy. I, it is. That's, that's the on the top of my resume. It's got my name, and underneath it, in Comic Sans, it just says "All Around Good Guy." Way below is two PhDs. Blah blah blah. None of that matters. Yeah. Okay. Love it. And on George's resume, it says George Camel, and underneath it, it says "Where's Denim and Corduroy in August?" And self-proclaimed Renaissance man. Self. That's on there too. No thanks, Tom Hanks. Well, let's go to the phones. That's where. Uh, that's what this show's all about. Marcy joins us up next in Jackson, Mississippi. Marcy, welcome to the show. Hey guys, it's so cool to get to talk to y'all. We are honored to talk to you. How can we help today? I've got a weird question. I'm going to give you a little bit of background, otherwise it's going to sound kind of crazy. Marcy, um, this is what we do for a living. <laughs> John only it. has weird answers. <laughs> Just bring it. All right. Well, my husband was delivered from 20 years of drug addiction and has been clean for three years. Beautiful. Wow. Um, yes. God's restored our broken family, but our finances are still pretty broken. Um, during his active addiction, he would take unnecessary ER visits. He would take out payday loans. Um, it's just, it just messed us up. So now we're ready to clean up the mess together. Um, we don't know what he owes because no one's actively collecting and he had hidden the bills and destroyed a lot. So I have no idea. I have an idea and the number scares me because when I checked it a few years ago, it was I mean, we're, we're heading up toward two hundred thousand um, dollars. So, can I, can I how ask do you, you find out what you owe when you don't know what you owe? Why didn't y'all deal with it then? He was still in active addiction. Um, okay. He was still hemorrhaging money out of our family. Um, we separated soon after that, and I went into survival mode. Good deal. Good for you. Yeah. Good so for you. Where yeah. are you guys at today, as it stands financially? Um, I am working. He. At- turned in very last paper for his seminary degree today um he will be looking for a teaching job asap um well he's he wants to do college he wants to go for his phd but he wants to be teaching too uh he he agrees that he needs to be contributing to the finances yes i could i agree too (laughs) we all agree on that yeah (laughs) and um it's going to be very difficult to find a just a college teaching job right out of the gate. So he's going right. to need to have a, another plan. And that, I'm coming from the college world, okay? Uh, hired yeah. a, a number of people through that system. It's going to be a tough sled. sled. It's going to be a tough sledding ahead. So he might want to find a high school teaching job. He might want to find another job that he can do in the meantime while he's sending out resumes. It's like school starts next week or in two weeks across the country. And so right. faculty hiring is on a cycle. And he's probably looking at next year before he would land even a part-time gig. Yeah. Yeah. He also builds computers. So he's looking at stuff like that. He's helped, um, looking for jobs, building web pages and, um, just kind of checking out adjunct okay. positions for January. Good. Deal. That's wise right cool. there. There you go. So yeah. what is the current debt that you know of that you guys have as a household? Oh, as a household. Um, I know for sure that together we owe about 65,000, um, probably more, no, probably more like 85,000 in student loans with his stuff. And then um, mine and the kids' medical is going to run probably under a thousand. As no. far as what I know for sure, I mean, when I added up all of his bills 
back in 2017, it it was hard to figure it out because some of the bills would come in and they would be like adding on to a previous bill. So I tried to weed all that out, but when I finished adding it all up, plus the student loans on his side, it was around 150. I know it's higher than that now. Do you still have any of those bills? I don't. When we separated, I packed it all up in a box and I handed it to him. And um, I I said, I don't care what you do with it. (laughs) But you know where those bills came from, right? You know, hey, it was from this hospital. It was from this lender. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know which hospitals. I don't know. They all have sold it by now. They'll have sold it to some debt collector at some point. So I would start there of what you know and go to all those lenders, go to the hospital and say, hey, I want to make sure that we are, our accounts are clean. Can you look up our name? Let us know, you know, bring any documentation because you guys have nothing. And so what you need right now is to try to find all the documentation you can find from all of these places to find, get a real picture of what this adds up to. Because some of it may have disappeared into the ether. Uh, they may have written it yeah. off. I'd go pull a credit report on all three credit reporting Absolutely. agencies too. And they're going to tell you what outstanding debts you have, what other companies are claiming you owe them. And you can pull those for free. I believe it was it was once a year. They may have increased that uh, to where you can pull it any time with COVID stuff. But you can definitely pull those for free. I would do that on both of you to get a real picture of what is out there as far as documentation. Okay. That would, that would be my yeah. first plan. Uh, you also have the pile of debt you know about. So either way, we're attacking a bunch of debt. And we're going to try to stockpile as much money as we can, uh, which is going to help if he starts working soon. And. I'm happy to talk to him whether he wants to call this show or call my show or you can talk to him through or we can talk to, you can talk to him via me and George here but this is not the season to wait for the dream job he needs to get his butt to get to work okay uh, he's run the family into a significant financial hole and uh, I'm proud of the the growth he's done I'm proud of the healing he's done he's, he needs to get his butt to work he needs to start making a lot of money <laughs> right what is your current household income um I I went full time this year. I was homeschooling my kids, but right now I'm still homeschooling, but just not doing it very well. Um, I'm gonna make about a hundred thousand this year, and that's okay. a significant increase. Well, that's great news. I'm, I was hoping you had a big shovel because you got a big mess to clean up. Uh, yeah, now, it is. What what does childcare look like? Um, well, he's been childcare. So when because I I'm a nurse, so I can work odd hours so we're still going to tag team and just be home with the kids because we don't live close to any town okay so it's hard to get child care can you work any double shifts overtime anything like that oh yeah because i think your income right now with the way you can ramp it up is going to be more helpful than anything he could bring in uh for the short term right hey marcy can i can i poke on something for a second sure you're still carrying this family right now yeah that's getting real, real heavy, isn't it? It's been heavy for so long, I just don't even know what to do with it. I mean, it's just it just is. There's, it, it is. You're right. And you've done what you had to do. But when he said, can I come back? And you said, yes, and it's going to be different. And this is what I need. And he said, I'm all in. You haven't held him to that standard. Is that fair? That's fair. You've given him a lot of grace to heal, which is great. Now it's time for him to take a significant chunk of the burden you've been carrying for a long, long time. Cool? Yeah. Yes, cool. Okay. (laughs) Conflict deferred is conflict amplified. 
okay? Stop being a peacekeeper okay. now. Now that he's out of school, he's going to get his butt into work, and he's going to get a job, and he's going to be a contributor to this family, which, by the way, is going to significantly aid in his healing down the road. But it's time to stop talking. It's time to stop high-fiving. It's time to get to work. Got a big mess to clean up. Camel joined today by my good friend Dr. John Deloney. You're listening to the Ramsey Show. Right now, you're hearing a lot of talking heads in the news stirring up fear about the real estate market. And if you believe them, you think the housing market is going to crash and it's going to be a repeat of what we saw with the 2008 housing crisis. But you're not hearing the truth and you can't make decisions based on fear. You need the facts. And here's the facts In 2008, there was huge supply of homes, but not enough buyer demand. So, home prices dropped. But that's not what's happening in today's market. Right now, there are half as many homes for sale and twice as many buyers. You do the math, America. That means home prices aren't going down anytime soon. They're just growing at a slower rate. So if you're ready to buy or sell your home, you don't need to wait. You can still win in this market, but you've got to work with an experienced real estate agent. We've done the hard work of vetting the agents that know your local market and have the transactions to back it up. This is not your brother-in-law who just got his license. These are pros who sell tons of homes and help folks buy tons of homes every year. So if you want to connect with one of our Ramsey Trusted agents for free, go to RamseySolutions.com slash agent and check out our Endorsed Local Providers program. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com slash agent. Let's go to the phones this hour. It's a free call, 888-825-5225. Riley joins us up next in Atlanta. Riley, welcome to the show. Hey, how y'all doing? Great. How can we help? Um, so me and my fiance have a four-month internship coming up, and um, it's about an hour and a half commute, depending on traffic, there and back. So three hours total per day. Um, it's about 50 to 60 hours per week working, and we were wondering if we should try to find a four-month lease, like an apartment, kind of closer to the office, or if we should just commute. Is this a paid internship? Uh, yes, we will both be making about 20000 each over those four months. Okay, over four months, 20000 each. So we're talking uh, 40k over four months as your Correct. income, and that will be your income. What is this internship? Uh, it's for an accounting firm. We're in school right now. To uh, we're going to be uh, CPAs. And so how old are you two? An accounting firm, and uh, she's nineteen, and I'm twenty. Okay. Cool. And you're wondering if it's worth it for the three-hour commute to do this internship? Yes. Um, some of the apartments in the area are about twelve to fifteen hundred a month, and then. That's just rent. That's not including other expenses when living by ourselves. So where do you where do you live? Where do you live now? We live in Villa Rica, Georgia. It's about a um, like I said, about an hour and a half. No, I mean, do you, like, do you have an apartment? Do y'all share an apartment together or something like that? No, we uh, live at my parents' house still. Okay, for free or are you guys paying rent? For free, we have no debt. Hundred percent chance, uh, George. You can 
jump I I drive. I wouldn't go rent an apartment. That's what I would do. That's just me. You're gonna a lot of, a lot of uh, fiance time. That's for sure. <laughs> so that's good. You're yeah. gonna know. Yeah. You're gonna find You're gonna out know if this was a good decision to put uh, to put a ring on it. <laughs> You're three right. hours in the car together. Every I don't think day. my wife could handle three hours of me in the car. We would be listening to murder podcasts within about thirty minutes. Hey, you're going to find out. Now, personally, I'm not a fan of commutes, but if this is the decision you made together that this is going to be the right move for both of your careers, it's for four months. It's not forever. There's a clear, defined end date to this, which makes me feel better versus we're going to move, we're not going to move, we're going to take this job three hours away and just figure it out later. Mm-hmm. But because you're, right. you have free rent right now, I mean, that's a, that's a hard to pass up considering it's going to be maybe hard to find a four-month lease. Um, anywhere right. in that area, and you're probably going to be paying a pretty penny for that. Yeah, you'd be pay- paying a premium for it, man. I, I it's going to be annoying, but you're 20 years old, man. It's one of those things you're going to look back and when you're yeah, 30 John or 40s, was, he was sleeping in vans at 19, probably. No, I'm saying like I for <laughs> a couple of years, I lived two and a half hours away from where my PhD program was, and there was no online classes back then, so I would get done with my job at 2 p.m. that day and I would drive two and a half hours to make my class. I would go to class until 9 p.m. and I'd drive home that night to be at work the next day and I just did that for several years. Yeah. Was it fun? No, it's the worst, man. It was the worst. But you're going to have some great stories at the end of this. But you just, it was just, you do it, right? Riley, what's the alternative? If you guys don't do this internship, what does life look like four months from now? If we don't do the internship, then um, may we just continue in school, still live with my parents because I'm, I'm still working full time right now. Um, we're trying to. I'm trying to save every dime I can for a down payment on a house when we finish school. But I definitely want to stay like rent free as much as possible until we do finish college. So, you, other other than gas, are you guys going to be able to sock away most of this money you're making? Is ten grand per month? Yes. Yes. That's good news. I do, like that plan. Does one of y'all want to drive and one of you not? Um, I, my thought process was we. That would be like $2,000 extra we could save per month. By taking um, the internship? We did, yeah, or just by commuting. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd save $2,000 because we wouldn't have to buy rent or anything. And uh, So you're eight grand positive at the end of the there. four months. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, it's a sacrifice, so but I, it sounds that's what like I would it's do. one. I've done it, so I've. It, it, it's just one of those stories. Just make sure you're on the same page, because what worries me is she's into this a month, and she's going, this is misery, and yeah. now we have to live with this for three more months. I don't think so. You just go get a three-month lease. I mean, it's not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what are you guys driving? Uh, we were going to take her car, because she gets she has a Ford uh, Escape, and it gets like 25 miles per gallon. Okay. Well, luckily, gas has gone down in price lately. So Dude, that's, this is an adventure, brother. Y'all can sing on the way. You can, uh, I don't know. You're going to find hey, out every this? single I have quirk. an idea. Stay on the line here. We're going to give you every single deck of questions for humans. Yes. Um, can we do that, John? There's like 18 of them. Yeah, now. that's true. Not the school ones because they're not middle schoolers. We'll oh. send you the ones that make sense. We're going to send you the ones that make sense. You don't have kids. You don't I'm going to help edition. with the commute for the first month or two, okay? Y'all are just going to ask okay. each other these questions. And um, I thought you were going to say you can listen to the Doctor John Deloney show <laughs> that would every not, day. That'd be a long commute, man. It'd be, <laughs> be having a lot of hard conversations in that car. Um, but hey, this is the, you got to promise me this. After this is over, if this has strengthened your relationship to the point that you're getting married, you got to invite us to the wedding. Is that cool? Oh, definitely, man. Okay, cool. Y'all will receive an invite. All right. This Very is going to cool. be like wedding crashers with uh, Doctor John Deloney and myself. <laughs> Can't wait. 
Have you seen that movie? Yeah, absolutely. Probably that's not going to happen. Okay, cool. Cool. Be like just me and you just going to. Actually, George wouldn't go to the wedding anyway. I would. Hey, so tell me why? Why wouldn't you commute? I'm just not a fan of commutes. My dad. I've never heard of anyone being a fan of commutes, but why wouldn't you commute? I live like seven minutes from work, John. If I could live closer, I would. I think I think part of it is I get like car stress, like the anxiety of just like fighting like traffic and getting to work. It's a lot for me on my little body, you know. <laughs> you understand? But I watched my dad. I mean, for the last twenty years, he just retired. The guy commuted an hour each way yes. in Boston in traffic, and I was just going, "How does he doing this? Yeah. That's hard, man. That he wears loves on his you." Kids. Exactly. Yeah. Well, such sacrifice. I'm a big believer in we can all do hard things for a short season. And if this was indefinite, I'm going to take a job an hour and a half away. Is this commute three hour commute every day indefinitely? I'd say that's not a, that's not a good. We've idea. got uh, some Ramsey team members. You know, one of them lives in Alabama, which is not too far, right on the border of Tennessee, Alabama. About an hour and fifteen minutes every but day, but still quite the commute. Yeah, but it's a sacrifice you make. And go, this is life right now, and we like where we live. And we can always move later, and I just choose to live as close as possible to work. Amen. And that's a decision I made for my family, John. <laughs> Mostly so I can go home to my dogs at lunch. That's what I was You saying. understand. I know exactly. I, I, the I, sacrifice you make for your dog. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Legendary. That's right. Well, I appreciate the call, Riley. That's uh, at 1920. Now, if they were like 45 and had kids, this would be a different scenario. But at 19 and 20, I don't, I don't even know if it fiance. is. I think you do hard things in short seasons when you have a goal and you want to get there. I think um, uh, I think we're, we as a culture are trying to find the easiest path towards every single um, goal. And I think one of the things that made me appreciate my degree, made me think through it, I would get out of class and I'd have a couple hours to think about what I had just experienced in class and did I agree with it, not agree with it. I think the entire gravity of that process, the grit and the, I didn't want to do it, it was hard, made the end result so much more powerful. There's a lot of growth. A lot of growth when you do hard things, especially really hard things for a short period of time. It's a gift and we've tried, we try to avoid as a culture, that's what I say, man, for four months, choose the hard path. All right, you changed my mind, John, I'm with you. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ramsey personality George Campbell, joined by my colleague and good friend, Dr. John Deloney. Open phones this hour, 888 5225 Charles joins us up next in Dallas, Texas. Charles, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate y'all. Happy to take it. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I got a uh, kind of an unfortunate incident um, happened with my, my parents. Uh, my mother got uh, a scam call. I'm sure the one everybody's been hearing about, they called her and, you know, threat, you know, scared her into like, logging into giving her access to her computer and all this stuff. Well, long story short, she goes to a um, couple of stores to get some gift cards and uh, she, she's out a couple grand. Um, well, I'm in, I'm in the tech space. And as soon as she called me and I was kind of onto what was happening, I said, I don't know who else you're talking to hang up the phone right now. But um, damage had kind of already been done at that point. But um, 
been in touch with the, uh, you know, FTC and those proper channels. But, you know, after the fact, I'm kind of like, well, really can't determine what information, since they were in her computer, what information they may have gotten. Um, and so I'm just kind of looking for some type of uh, path forward just to give the, my parents some peace of mind, whether it's, you know, a LifeLock type uh, product like that, just in case they did get a, get a hold of some type of information, you know, so you know, a couple of years down the road, you know, if it flags, you know, just kind of looking for some path forward post events um, going forward. So I don't think they had any type of identity, uh, you know, insurance or anything like that up front. Um, it's all kind of after the fact. So, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. That's a bummer. Um, we yeah, do have, it, it, mm-hmm. there is a restoration service through Xander, uh, identity theft protection and Dave actually he covers every single Ramsey team member with that and I actually went through identity theft soon after I started working here and it was a, a game changer to have that in place but there are restoration services through Xander that you can check out to help get kind of her life back and make sure that this there's no further damage being done uh, so I actually I covered this on a Ramsey Solutions article there's like 12 things on there obviously asking for a fraud alert to be placed on credit reco- uh, reports on those accounts and freezing mm-hmm. those? Has she done that? Uh, I believe so. I think she's gotten in touch with, you know, all the credit cards. Uh, they, unfortunately, uh, there's more than, there's more than one. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. more than a few, but, um, I has think she she's filed touch a police report. I believe, I, I don't know if she's gotten to that point yet. It was first cancel credit cards, uh, uh gift card provider, then to FTC. Um, we kind of saved that for, not for last, but just kind of like there wasn't much they were going to be able to do, you know, I would uh, just look in the in the Dallas area, yeah. file one with your local police. They may have a way to do it online. But what happened to me, I met up with a police officer locally, and uh, that really helped to have that official report because you can use that when it comes to collections and things like that. There's a legitimate uh, piece of information out there saying that this happened. Uh, obviously, you mentioned okay. the FTC. You filed a report with them. And then obviously monitoring every single dollar coming in and going out of her accounts. And canceling yeah, and all cards, getting new cards, all of that new bank account—that's a step you could take as well. Yeah, they're, they're already I already got them on to you know doing all of those things. Um, fortunate thing, um, they're very very old school. They don't even have online banking, which in this scenario really <laughs> saves. That's saved what I'm them. talking um, about. Oh yeah, take that, so, Gen Z. That's right. I yeah. I wrote a check the other day and I felt right about it. So good good for yeah. them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I love it. Yeah, well, I appreciate appreciate the advice, guys. Um, just kind of want that you know peace of mind going forward, and I think y'all definitely helped me there. Yeah, and I, I would check out Xander's ID theft protection. It's a great product. Again, we have it on all of the Ramsey team members here, uh, and there's a lot of things you can do. Obviously, they're they're not super tech savvy, so that helps. But as just a rule of thumb, just don't answer calls from people you don't know, and then go and do money orders from Western Union and go buy gift cards. You know, have some common sense, but they use a lot of fear tactics and urgency. And some folks here at Ramsey recently uh, had to deal with some scams, and they are very savvy now. I mean, they can fake, they can spoof numbers, and they can spoof the sheriff's department, and the voices sound real. And so you've always got to take a pause, be very skeptical when it comes to these calls, and always they go, oh, we wouldn't call you to collect. No, it doesn't work like that. Whenever you actually call that place that says you owe money to, so there's a lot of things right. she can do for the future, but this is one of those you categorize as stupid tax, and you learn from it, and you move on. Yeah, uh, and you know, I've you know, I'm I'm actually in the IT world, and I've preached it to her, and 
she's so vigilant, like doing online banking, like she's usually always so vigilant. And of course she's just kind of traumatized now, but yeah. uh, I just couldn't believe, uh, you know, not that she fell for it, but it's like, it can happen to anybody. Like they've gotten so sophisticated. Um, it's really, it's really scary. Yeah. And there's a lot of shame and guilt that come along with that where you beat yourself up Absolutely. going, how was I so done? Listen, she's, I'm sure she's a smart woman. This can happen to literally anyone, uh, but she's learned her lesson. And I hope that folks listening, call your parents and tell them about this and say, hey, <laughs> don't answer calls from random people. Don't go get gift cards. If it sounds fishy, hang up and say, hey, I'm going I'm to go to the website for that place and I'll call that number. And if they start to get angry, that's so you know it's a scam and just hang up. Well, and Or say, hey, if anyone ever calls you for money, have them call me. And I'll be happy to do that for you. And I will handle it. That's right. Oh, that's a bummer, man. Thanks for the call. Pablo joins us up next in Ontario, Canada. Pablo, welcome to the show. George, John, what's shaking, guys? We're just south of the border, living our life, man. How are you doing? Oh, live the dream. You know how it is. What's we're, going we're on? We're way south of the border. Way George south. is not an excellent geography student. It's just south. It's cool. I never said how far south. You said, all right. <laughs> what's all right. up, Pablo? Anyways, this well, is about Pablo. What's going that. on, man? I, I got a question, gentlemen. Um, if I got the cash to pay off my mortgage, do I pay it or do I keep investing? What are you currently investing? Um, in terms of value? Uh, Percentage-wise of your income. Um, no income at the moment, but the uh, last two years has been very well for me. Did and, you get laid uh, off or did you quit? Uh, I got laid off. Okay. What do you, what's your trade? What do you do? Um, I was an electrical technologist here. Okay. How long have um, you been unemployed? About a year. Why? Uh, some health reasons and a few other things that okay. uh, happened. Okay. But so how much is left on this mortgage? 324 And you have that in cash? I purchased the home just before COVID as a new build, um, and it took about six to eight months to build. So in that meantime, I was selling rental properties. So you had some profits from those sales that you've been just stocking away in the bank. Exactly. So within, within a year or two, my personal home just tripled. And uh, so I just pocketed that cash waiting for um, my investments to go up. Luckily, I cashed out at a good time. So how um, much money do you have in liquid cash? Well over a million. Wow. Yeah, dude, pay off the yes, house today. pay off your house yesterday. What, what do you mean by keep investing? Well, do I, do I just keep all my RSPs are maxed out, all my TFSAs are maxed out? Um, I'm just wondering, it sounds like you can do both with this level of cash. You're going to continue to invest. This home payoff is not going to hold you back that much. Yeah, that's kind of my problem is do I pay off the mortgage, invest the rest? and It sounds like you just love what? investing and seeing money grow. And so to put it on the house, yeah. you feel like, well, that doesn't make sense. I could see this money grow at 10%. Exactly. That's my issue. Is okay, so, so here's the deal. You made a killing off one off the other side of the market, didn't you? Mm-hmm. There's a comes a moment when you keep not dealing with the risk side of that teeter-totter that you become 
the person who somebody else makes a whole bunch of money off of. So what that means is get rid of all of your risk. You're going to sleep so good take with your, no take mortgage Take your mortgage payment. off the table, man. Like that, what are yeah, you doing, man? That's your sleeping. That's, uh, that's, it's, a, it's a sleep tax, man. Pay it, dude. Sleep. Okay. It, that's not even a big part of your world, dude. You got this, Pablo. You know what to do. And uh, I'm telling you, there's nothing like having a paid-for house. And you've got plenty of other money to invest. You're going to be multimillionaire. Sounds like you already are. You're doing great. Good problem to have. Thanks for the call. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Acts 20, 35. In everything I showed you that by working hard in this way, you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, that he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Jackie Chan said, I do small things. I try to do good things every day. If everyone does some good, think of what a good world this will be. I love Jackie Chan. Big fan. How Huge can you not? Fan. How can you not? All right, let's go to Zenya in South Carolina. Zenya, welcome to the show. Hi, y'all. Thanks for having me. Happy to have you. How can we help today? All right. Um, well, I'm graduating at the end of the year on my 19th birthday with an associate's degree, debt-free. Wow. Um, and I'm getting married um, in May. So I was wanting to get some advice on purchasing a car in between now and then. Um, Do you have a car now? I don't. I've okay. never owned a car. And how? What's the urgency? Are you needing it to get around right now? Get to work? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, my parents have two vehicles, so that's working out right now, and I work close by. Um, so you're borrowing their car. I'm, I am. Okay. Um, I I will be moving uh, across the state when I get to get married. So in May. So are you saying you can borrow this car until May? Probably. Okay. How much debt do you have, if any? She said um, none at all. Debt free. The degree. Yeah. The degree is debt free. I didn't know if there's any other debt in the picture. That's great. No, you have no. any cash? Um, around six thousand dollars. I have an emergency fund too. Oh, great. How much so is in the emergency 500, fund? Five hundred. Okay. Um, I took the team course, so that I was, was going to say, I was like, five hundred sounds awfully like what we teach in our personal finance <laughs> curriculum. <laughs> that is awesome. You've been following yeah. this plan. Yeah. So if you want to buy a car, right? Hands. If you want to buy a car right now, I, I think the the best path forward is to go buy a local emergency room and have them remove one of your kidneys and get on Craigslist <laughs> and sell it. And that's gonna you you should be able to wrangle up enough hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash to buy a good used. Someone out Honda. there is going to take John's advice. Don't Mike. don't do. <laughs> okay, so you got six thousand dollars ready to put towards this car. And are you working True. currently? I am. Um, about 20 hours a week. Good for you. What do you make? Um, $12 an hour. Okay. So what's your question? Yeah. Question. You're saying what's the, what's the best way? Is, when should you buy it? How much should you spend? Uh, um, where should I start? 
Well, I think we we got to start with a goal of doing mm-hmm. some research and looking around and saying, okay, well, if I bought a car today with cash, with my 6000 what kind of car could I buy? And you can start mm-hmm. doing that research. There's a lot of car you know, buying sites. You can start with one like Auto Trader and start to sort it from low to high and go, all right, not going to go with the $2,000 beater car. I could go with the $5,000 Honda or Toyota, mm-hmm. right? And then you have a goal in mind if you're going, okay, I really want that $7,000 car, and I can do that by February if I save up another $200 a month, $400 a month. And so once you set that goal, it'll become pretty clear of kind of what you're aiming for. And I would avoid, you know, major dealerships. To find a car in that range, you know, you can look at Facebook Marketplace, you can look at Craigslist, you can look at Auto Trader, like I mentioned. And from there, you always want to do a pre-purchase inspection. So that's where you're going to take it to a separate mechanic to get it independently inspected before you ever make this purchase. Promise me you'll do that. I promise. It'll cost probably a hundred bucks, right, John? Or two hundred bucks, yeah. Hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, and it is worth the peace of mind. So you don't go, I got a great deal, and now it needs a new transmission and a clutch pack piston, and I don't even know what that means. Um, Can I, (laughs) Xenia? I'm going to make an admission here, okay? So this is my confession. I am terrible at buying cars. Okay, so one of the rules I have for myself is when I'm about to buy a car, I take somebody with me who knows what they're doing. And I know about cars. Mm-hmm. I like cars. Um, I've bought a lot of cars in my life, but I'm just terrible at doing it. I either get attached to something, I get bored with the process, and I just want to hurry it up, and I end up buying a car that wasn't probably wasn't the best car for me. So here's why I tell you that. Are you and your dad still close? Mm-hmm. Would it be possible for your dad who's just trying to love his daughter and be involved and she's about to get married and graduate and move on if you said hey dad could we go test drive a few cars and you could teach me what what to look for absolutely and that would He's be a former mechanic too oh gosh what? you would make his number one don't call a couple of knuckleheads on the radio and yeah, your dad's a mechanic what are we doing here number two man give him this one give your old man this one he's gonna love this he, I will. He will love I it. Promise. And say, this is how much we have. I can't spend any more than this. He's probably going to dump some on top of it because you're his baby girl. And <laughs> everybody's going to win. But he's going to go to bed at night like, that's right. I, I, She still likes me. She still needs me. Right? What a great gift you can give to that old and man. Ashley, don't listen to outside people and pressure that say, well, Ashley, you, you work so hard. You deserve a really nice, reliable, safe car. And that's why you have to get a new car that's $30,000 and put as little... Don't do that. Yeah. You know you know better, but I just, I'm just i telling you there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. out there from people. And right now, you got no one to impress except Dad. And Dad's going to be proud of you for paying <laughs> cash for that car. I love and it. So, and I'll tell you, I bought a car in 2017, and it cost me exactly $6,000. Got it from a former Ramsey coworker, Honda Civic 09, leather seats, whole nine yards. It was beautiful, John. And that same car and today goes for about $76,000. And then I got in a wreck in 2019, wow. and I didn't even give a rip because <laughs> it already had body damage. And That's so right. at 19 years old, I think every 19-year-old should drive kind of a crappy car. That's just a weird <laughs> old man stance I have. I 100% agree. I just don't think they deserve Jeep Wranglers that are brand new at 19 years old. I don't know old. if it's a deserve thing. I just, yeah, I think it's good to put your time in. You're going to bump it against some things, Zinya, so uh, take your time with it and make, make the decision when it's right for you. But there's no wrong way to do it except for going into debt and not getting an inspection. So thank you so much for the call. All right, let's take a quick one from Ashley in Maryland. Ashley, we're up against the clock. Let's get right to it. How can we help? Oh, sorry, Hi, North Dakota. Ashley, I thought that was an M on my screen. Yes. <laughs> You're way, yes, way far from there. 
we are we're almost to Canada. It's very cold up here. Wow. Um, so my husband's Air Force. He's active duty. Um, we live on the Air Force base, so we don't pay rent. Just comes straight out of his paycheck, BAH. Um, we have we do not have to pay utilities, which is a huge perk, um, especially with how cold it gets during the winter time. But we found a property that we're interested in that's about ten minutes away. Um, we can try and get it for two seventy five, um, and it has two acres. It's a nice nice property, but the I mean it needs a lot of work. So like the location is beautiful. Ashley, when are y'all um, gonna have to move again? Three and a half years. Don't do it. I'm really? so sorry. I wouldn't. Okay. And okay. I'm telling you as a guy who loves acreage and the woods and if I had to live on base I would feel like I would feel so constricted and I see you and I work with you and I just want to have a place where there's not a bunch of jacked up jeeps everywhere. I get it. And yes. <laughs> man in three and a half years there's who knows. I mean this property may triple in value and it may be just a, a massive for the next three years you're going to fix this place up fall in love with it have some peace and you're going to have to move again. Yeah, and that's what we were afraid of. But then I thought maybe the land would grow. You know, you know, having two acres close to town, maybe that would be worth more in three years when we sell. Yeah, it might. But yeah, it might. It might. Um, do you have enough money to get into it? Yeah. Are you guys debt-free yeah. with an emergency fund and the down payment? Yes, yeah, so we are debt-free. We have about 150000 in the bank. Wow. Um, and and so we've, we've been saving for the last eight years for a house. Okay, well then um, I I take that back. I'm an idiot. I mean, if you're gonna be there for three or four <laughs> years, I mean, I don't how know. Much, how much work does it need? Uh, um. Okay, so it needs all new flooring. We want to do like, I mean, we don't need real hard. I mean, is this like fifty grand? Give me a ballpark of what you think it would cost. I yeah, I'd say probably seventy five to fifty to make it look really nice. I wouldn't. That's because then you're gonna put no. seventy five down on the two seventy five. Because then you're gonna need the rest of the cash to do all these repairs. And if you don't, you're going to be half miserable in this house of, this was my vision, but now I can't accomplish it because we don't have the cash. Ugh, yeah. I, I would tread lightly. Um, but again, okay. if you know you're moving in three years, you're going to just have settled in and then all of a sudden have to go around and turn this house you poured your soul into. That you love. Ugh, that's and a tough place to Hope be. it recoups. Yeah, that's hard. It's hard, not a hard. dumb decision, but I just don't want you to have regrets either. Yes, I guess it's one of those that the dollars work fine. Mm. But well, thanks for the call, Wish oh, you the best. Tough, and though. thank your husband for his service. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. Thanks to John Deloney, all the folks in the booth, and you, America. Thanks for listening. Do you love a good day, Brand? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.